welcome to the Infinite Attraction Podcast, where we uncover, rediscover, and riff on Miami tech culture with a human-centric take on the builder community. We are your boots on the ground to help you navigate all that's happening in the magic city. We dive into art, music, business, wellness, fitness, psychedelics, and any exploration into the decentralized world. I'm Elizabeth Irizarry. And I'm Chris Johnston. So what do we have going on this week? What do we have? I think for the third show in a row, fourth week in a row. Look I'm gonna at be, us. I'm going to be kicking out with the goblins. Oh, goblins, here we go. The goblins. Goblins are back. again. Listen, you heard about this on the show four weeks ago when this thing was at like point two, point three. Uh, it's it has since spiked to like seven, uh, and then uh, in this most recent week, we've taken the absolute beating. All these charts look like the Chinese flag up in here with all this red. Uh, there's a slight little shiver of green that came out. Goblins pumped from two to five ETH. Uh, I think the word started getting out that, uh, in fact, and again, uh, you heard it here first, folks. Alex Tob, King Goblin, Mister Illuminati himself. He's speaking the at truth, and uh, he's the, he's the Goblin King. And I think that that also sent Illuminati crazy uh, today, a couple hours ago. That is probably a couple days ago from when uh, you guys are listening to this. But uh, yeah, what do you think? You're an Illuminati. That's awesome. That's another perk that I didn't know was coming. I wasn't even paying attention to. So it's like know, another right? added benefit. I know, right? I'm happy with my Illuminati. I got it like kind of on the secondary market. I told you I could have been more ahead of the curve, but I hadn't been paying attention. And then I was like too late. I waited a little bit and then I like scooped one up. No, the, I dig. I dig. I yeah. actually got number 195. I don't know if the second group of Illuminati started nice. at zero, but like, cause they have like the whole accidental mint of the 187. You know, Mr. Tob, if you're listening to this, you know, just a master class about how to launch an NFT. I remember like back at the last NFT NYC, he would start giving out these little Illuminati pins before he told anything. He just had at truth. Just yeah. like, just like, it's just like a, a nice combination of punches. You can really see it. Now you know sniffed out the free mint. Uh, we're we're gonna take a page out of that book, giving a free mint away pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, just uh, just just crushing. I can't wait for NFT NYC. Make sure that you guys uh, get yourself an Illuminati, and that'll get you into the party on Thursday, uh, Tuesday. That is the twenty first. Uh, Terminal five, eight o'clock, New York City, baby. Excited. Anything else new going on on your end, aside from your goblins? No, I think I'm going to take a second to pause, and, and let's talk about you. I saw something uh, interesting that came up on LinkedIn. Yeah, so I made a bit of a change, I guess, or a beginning. I don't know. So I went from leaving my career, which I announced on the show at some point, to taking a break, but not really taking a break, because it was April, and who takes a break here in April? Um, so it was a month full of events and activities, and I was consulting a little bit, and then I was like, okay, this is not working out. Like, I'm doing too many things. I need to figure out what I want to do. Yeah, pick one. And now I am full-time supporting Mission Impact, which I'm really excited about. I just announced that I am their chief experience officer. That's like, that's that's <laughs> that's my desired role. I'm a little jelly. That, really? That, yeah, chief experience. I'm a, no I'm way. A, I'm a UX designer. I guess I kind of product now. But I, I truly like the experience officer. That's just my that's just my bag. I feel like you know that's our I mean? vibe. So yeah. you and I get along with this very well. Like Everyone we, asks, we're like, where'd yeah. you come up with infinite attraction? I'm like, I don't know. Elizabeth had it. And I was like, fuck yeah. 
<laughs> exactly. I mean, this is yeah. how we vibe here. But no, um, Mission Impact is basically a global ecosystem reimagining leadership. Um, they empower organizations to elevate future female change makers by leveraging Web3 and emerging technologies to drive new solutions for the global challenges of today and tomorrow. Sounds like a lot, but ultimately our mission is to go yeah. after these big companies that are maybe Web2 based and bringing them into our ecosystem of change makers, which is what we want them to nominate like a future female leader um, to be in the forefront of this like ecosystem, which is like, like I said, again, a network of thought leaders, industry advisors and professionals that either are in Web3 or in Web2, but are merging together and having like the same conversations. So it's what we're building. I'm really excited about it. Obviously, there's going to be more to that coming, but kind of startup world moment <laughs> so so are you so essentially like and, and i was wondering this about like michelle abs too and her role too is like your job really to onboard people in any way you can into this web3 ecosystem so not necessarily focused on onboarding people from like level one um that are it's, it's going to companies and saying instead of hiring outside consult to come in and tell you what to do to be a part of web3 why don't you like bring Join. this person in this network, bring someone within your organization a network. What we know is that people at executive roles don't have the time. They're not going to go on Google. They're not going to invest in a program to learn about Web3. They're going to just say, hey, we need to do something. Like, what should we be doing? Right. And that's their biggest question. So you're, you're creating like like you're holding space for them to just talk amongst themselves with a little bit of leadership and resources along yeah. the way. So there is like a leadership program that is like the biggest part of it where there is a per personal and a professional aspect to it and so some of those thought leaders are like mindset gurus like Deepak Chopra who is mm -hmm. going to be working with us another like would be logo. yeah and another one would be for example like Rish from Superworld, who is an industry advisor for us, who comes in and has conversations. But then we'd be putting together like CMOs from different organizations who are having these conversations. And we're not telling you how to leverage the technology and yeah. how to be a part of it. We're saying, let's have a conversation. So, of course, we have like in world, like real world experiences, no, metaverse I, experiences. I, I think, that. and you're because you're also probably cur curating who these people are and like your own customers are the asset too. Because uh, I know like my boss, like, doesn't. And like sometimes we worked with like career coaches because we thought maybe they'd be a good lead source. But mm -hmm. the only, like, he, I was like, he would never pay for like a career coach, but like he does pay for this a group called Vistage, which is like a, and there's another one. I think it's like, it's called EO. It's like, a, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's mm -hmm. executives, not anonymous, but something like that. And, uh, and yeah, just, you know, I think, and I, I agree too that, you know, that's really where you get that value is in community building. That's what you want to do. And uh, yeah, yeah, super happy for yeah, you. Yeah. The power of like, you know, networking is like huge and building community and what I've noticed is like this is such a creative like I've been in other communities and I've loved community and, and networking but when I really got a hold of like this web3 community yeah. and started engaging in it and in the tech community also like here in Miami I kind of fell in love with the mindset and the energy and I feel like that is something that gets you going and it's inspiring and it gives you ideas and it you puts did. a lot of creativity back into you and so I wanted to bring that back to some of these people in these roles. And also women usually only hold about 25% and make up about 8.1, like something like that, 8.1 or 8.2% of like all like um, Fortune yeah, 500 companies and leadership roles. So we're just telling these companies, hey, elevate a woman in your organization, bring her into this network and let's have conversations. And that's really what it is. Um, there's still a huge need for 
really like onboarding, you know, women to the space in general and onboarding people to the space. And so obviously I'm passionate about that. But let's dive into our guests because I'm sure let's dive it's going to be a really nice conversation. You know, we're down here in Goblin Town. And I would like to take this time to <laughs> <laughs> introduce Diego Bernardo, data manager at Nansen. Uh, he also uh, calls himself a, ro- a constant roving shill for his own product, and uh, he's he's been staying close to the exits uh, in this in this recent crypto market. And uh, you know, I, the timing just really couldn't have been better because uh, you know we, you know no one has any idea what's going on. Uh, you know, Nansen, from what you've told me, just has this really great big picture of everything that happens on EVM and everything that ha- on uh, Ethereum network and like a couple other chains. Just really big picture. So yeah. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you Welcome. for having me. Fresh back from Austin, Texas, uh, yes. at, at Consensus, just uh, just for the love of the game. Yes, it was a, it was a great time. I, I went there pretty much solo. There is a coworker that lives there in Austin. But yeah, I was being a roving chill. Yeah. Uh, you know, talking to a bunch of other like friendly competitors that we have. Like so. Okay. Uh, you know, just getting to meet people. Um, it was just a good time. A lot of good after parties. Yeah, you know, yeah. As, as always. <laughs> did you did you even step foot in consensus? Or yes, did, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, I I haven't I haven't stepped foot in the convention. I went to Bitcoin for like an hour, uh, but uh, yeah, it's always about the extra parties. Like I'm going to NFT NYC. I don't I don't have a ticket. I don't need a ticket. <laughs> yeah, you probably don't need one, and just, you probably probably didn't need one for this. But I I did want to go to like yeah. I, I'm always just wanting to network and meet new people in the industry because I never really spent the time doing that. You know prior to working at Nansen so yeah it's good yeah to just... well you're pretty long on Nansen like you know we've, we've we, were, we were getting banged up the other night and you were uh, you were letting me know that you think you work for like a, a Google like of, of the next 10 years like you you really see a shitload of value in what you're bringing to the table and like you're working passionately for it you must be incentivized somehow because like you I've never seen this level of passion without a couple points on the table like <laughs> tell us tell us about what you guys see what you guys do what are your customers yeah so like I mean about you yeah, so scale Nans- back a little bit scale back yeah yeah, so Nansen's a blockchain analytics company, and we're trying to aim to be the super app of information app of Web3. So really what we do at its core is like we add proprietary labels to addresses on-chain. So this could be like Ethereum, BSC, Polygon. And these labels uh, are used to surface the signal from the noise. So you can kind of see what's happening uh, with volume flows on-chain. So... Think about it this way, like, let's see, I could figure out, like, a venture capital fund or maybe the smartest NFT trader, and if I know their address, I can copy trade them, potentially, and every time, you know, the guy, the NFT flipper or minter yeah. mints something, like, I can get an alert immediately in Discord or Telegram, and I could potentially copy trade them. So again, we never give like financial advice, like do this trade yeah. or, or whatever. All of this, by the way, I guess uh, <laughs> all this is uh, non-financial advice. Uh, yeah, but this is just this is fun, and uh, yeah. So keep going. So yeah. So obviously, so yeah. What are some of these different features that Nansen offers? Yeah. So the thing I just mentioned is called smart alerts, and that's that's very like crucial to kind of finding new stuff if you've already found an address that's interesting, or potentially defending your position as well. Um, like for instance, with the UST depegging, like you could have had a smart alert set up and then seen like a large outflow and been alerted essentially that something was. So amiss. you have a little you have a little case study on that too. Yeah, as well, right? yeah, we actually just uh, released a research report on it. Yeah, that identified like all the main the biggest wallets 
that kind of caused the depegging and the whole crash itself. So, oh yeah. yeah, but then also like you know your customers valued their Nansen dollars because they they did get those smart alerts and they could kind of like at least at least get out the top of the ski slope the, the ski slope. Yeah, and imagine like if if you have an alert like that and it saves you you know millions of dollars, yeah. like you're a customer for life pretty much because that that and information that is yeah, and that happened. Like yeah. the, you, your smart alerts have saved that, people that, millions that, of dollars. That, I was in told that, that yes. in the Terra instance. <laughs> I was told that yes. Was, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. What I'll, exactly is the Nansen Alpha? What is the Alpha? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a that's a loaded question, but <laughs> give it to me in short. Let's go. Um, yeah, so the Alpha, I guess. In Nansen, for Nansen or for crypto? What? Well, on your website here, there's Nansen Alpha. And I'm like, what is that? Is oh. that an exclusive Oh, the membership? Alpha. Okay, like, yeah. So, yeah. Alpha is used as the term for anything that's like mm-hmm. good right. knowledge. But yeah, we, right. have, we have a tier of subscription called Alpha. Mm-hmm. It's the highest tier where you're in a group of other people in the same tier. And it's like, you know, high net worth individuals, people in the know. Um, and we have a like team of research analysts that go through brand new protocols or like, you know, whatever staking pools, opportunities that are out there, um, potentials for like seed rounds or something. So uh, it's like a way to just be very connected in the space. So not only do you have the dashboards and like full capabilities with them, but then you also have like a group of people kind of helping you along the way. Yeah, no, that's something. Listen, like, like they always say that in Miami, like just one WhatsApp group can change your whole life. And I think that, I mean, although that is a pay to play WhatsApp group that you guys offer, I'm sure what kind of vetting goes into a, it? I'm a, sure like n- not everyone can just pay for it, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm not totally privy to that, but there is, there is a waiting list. So it's not just okay. like anyone can get in and yeah, it's, exactly. it's a smaller group. Yeah. Because yeah. once it gets too big, it it's not know, as great, not as valuable. Yeah. But yeah, like, like you said, like you get in the right discord or whatever. And a lot of them kind of are pay to play now because you have to have an NFT, but yeah, that can, that can change a a lot of stuff. And that's exactly what happened to me. Like being in the right discords. I get it, man. It changes your life. That was a crazy, like everything I'm going to in NFT NYC is like related to JPEG at some point or another, like someone in there and someone in the group. And then, you know, Alex top, he's, he was one of like the very early members. He's pretty sure he's on the board of, of the whole thing. And yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's, it's about that team. And honestly, it's about what you were just saying about Mm -hmm. that's what you're building. You're building this, uh, how do you want to call it? A community? It's and an ecosystem, it's right? eco- Yeah, exactly. And Yeah, I see the hats a lot. The, uh, oh, yeah. the JPEG Morgan hats. Yeah, uh, well, that, those I, will be... I want one. <laughs> yeah, no, those will be, we're, those will be uh, to market somewhat soon. So are you a Miami native? Have you been around no. or are you new to the city? No, so I was born in Peru, in Lima, and I moved to Pittsburgh when I was one. So super Americanized. Yeah. Uh, I lived there pretty much my whole life um, until about 2020, uh, I tried to move to California, COVID didn't work out. So I moved back to Pittsburgh and then I moved to Florida, like Hollandale, uh, April 21 and then Miami, like October Oh wow. 21. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. pretty recently. Very, very recent uh, Miami person. I, I might get a Florida man driver's license soon. So. Oh, look at that. So official. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what led you down this like Nansen journey? Uh, well, I guess you could do the whole crypto journey and then get to the the Nansen. So I used to work uh, at as a contractor at Google in Pittsburgh for Google Shopping, and I worked on a lot of like metadata teams doing classification, categorization, mm. curation for shopping products all over the world, uh, and that were really really high impression. 
So after doing that for a while, I ended up leading a team there and scaling it pretty quickly, um, working on like all types of metadata for any shopping product. So imagine a title, a description, images, yeah. uh, blue marketing copy. Yeah, exactly. Like making shopping pages beautiful with the, all the data. So then uh, I got tired of that and I quit that job kind of just spontaneously. Um, and I traveled for a bit and then I moved to California and there, the again, world shut down. yeah, the world shut down. Uh, I lost my front tooth and <laughs> I, I had a bad year like most other people. And I ended up going back to Pittsburgh and that's when, you know, I was already in crypto since 2017, but that's really when I, you know, tripled down on it and really just devoted my life to it. Cause I had nothing else to do. It was quite isolated. Yeah. So, um, yeah, got into a lot of discords, spent all my life on Twitter and ended up doing like I made I had a moment in 2020 the end of it where I decided that because I like it was all consuming and all I cared about that I needed to work in the space and like that was the only thing I would do so I only applied to crypto jobs um and I yeah cold emailed Nansen and it was yeah. for a customer support position or something and they hit me back and they were like, yeah, like you have this metadata experience, you know, leading teams, et cetera. Like, let's put you here. And they just created a role for me. Amazing. Wow. And uh, yeah, that changed my life. It was amazing. Uh, a godsend. And uh, as soon as that happened, I, I had already wanted to move to Miami. There was the whole narrative, you know, the mayor, yeah. venture capital, tech. Yeah, it all went down on Twitter. Everyone's going to Miami. And I just decided to buy into that narrative and I was working remotely now. So it only made sense. Just get the ticket and get out. So, and fast forward today, was that a good decision? Oh, it was the best decision ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause, uh, then I started, you know, hanging out in Miami and I went to one of the first things was like a startup pitch event or something. And I met somebody who mentioned that the Google Sheet, yeah, and the startup and, showdown or something. Yeah, yeah, and I and I looked at the Google Sheet, and then I think there is where I saw this Miami Tech Happy Hour, mm -hmm. and I went to that, and uh, I met you there. I probably not the first time, but yeah. that's where I met you, and um, I went to that event like religiously. So it was every two weeks. It was the best event to oh, network yeah. with people. If it's it was usually crypto, there's usually free pizza and booze. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> couldn't get any better. It, yeah. It's amazing, and it's like kind of all walks too. So professionals, but you know they might be in real estate or you know building an app. So it wasn't all crypto. Um, and yeah, just I just really like going to that. So uh, the energy and like the optimism of people there was infectious, and I uh, really rubbed off on me, and I. I, it made me feel better about being here, right? So, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Did you find out that uh, this was the creator of the Google Sheet? Yeah. I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of dead these days, if, if I'm being honest. You know what I do? I mean, it, we don't it, have time to add to it. Like, uh, well, yeah, first of all, it is an experiment. It's an open access Google Sheet. You're supposed to add The idea was your, that everyone was going to add to it. You're supposed to add your own events. Yeah. But you know what I do put on there? I add other Google Sheets. Right now, I got three <laughs> for NFC NYC. There's three separate Google Sheets. One is like, one's a JPEG one, one's Alex Tobbs one, and then this other one is like this like, 
just exhaustive list, like every little thing, like just many columns, a lot of work put into it. So uh, yeah, if you're if, if for the next couple months until like Art Basel or until like there's something really that pops up on my radar, uh, put your own shit on there. It's gonna be <laughs> sitting there by itself. Okay, uh, uh, but. Uh, is it open access again? Because we had closed yeah, it. Yeah, I just I yeah. just closed it for our. There was like a weird event. Yeah. Someone added to it. What was it? Do you remember? I don't know, but they just put like and gay sex. Like they just added oh. like they just added like and gay sex somewhere. And yeah, uh, I, thought, I, was, I thought it was like boobs or something. I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> I looked at it for like a week and I was like, huh. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a weird thing for like a Microsoft workshop. <laughs> yeah, I haven't gone to that sheet in a while, but uh, it was it was nice at least for the first half that I was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of empty right now, but hey, it's it's still living. I just fixed it. It was like a broken link for a while, and yeah. I just uh, I finally got it working again as a trusted like uh, URL. But uh, yeah, Google Sheet's not going anywhere. Nice. Yeah, that's amazing. That that's how you connected um, and you met. So yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah, it's man. really it's really easy to get you know integrated into the community really fast after going to those happy hours yeah yeah that's that's the best part because i go so many times that i start to see a lot of people that you know have also gone a lot so then you start to make some friends and you know you hang out and it's just been yeah. it's been nice i yeah. feel like there's a community there and it gives you something to talk about it's just like hey what you mm. building and i'm like oh let me <laughs> yeah just, and that's that's where the, the roving shill comes from because yeah. like i'm just like always pitching are you kidding me? <laughs> I love that the roving shell. The roving shell. I'm the, I'm I'm also a roving shilling shell. Shilling everywhere. Yeah. Just shilling. Yeah, I'm just shilling this. I'm shilling my friends. I'm shilling. <laughs> I was shilling him cryptoids. Shilling everything. Everyone. I was shilling him cryptoids. Like you know, I'm not yeah, just shilling toys. myself. You know. Yeah. I'm shilling the Miami Tech podcast. Yeah. So, are there any projects that you're excited about that from local builders here in our community? Um, well, I was also in the Illuminati. Oh. I, I, I minted that. And uh, yeah, baby. I remember the reason. I remember being like kind of sketched out, like, oh, what is this project? And I kind of dug into it and I noticed it was uh, Alex. You mm-hmm. said Alex Tov. Yeah. It was him. And I was like, okay, this guy's like doxxed. He seems like he's, you know, he has that upstream thing. I, I've heard of it. So yeah. I- I'll mint it. No, <laughs> it's no, like it's... this guy won't, it won't rug me. So. Hey, no, the, dude, you can guarantee that. You can guarantee that that's going to. Cause like that's his baby. He's like Bill. He's got a Dow. He's like yeah. he's got the dream. So he's got like a two three million dollars in the Illuminati Dow. Yeah, I was going to like like events and things. Like if I was already an NFT like an NFT holder because I did mm-hmm. a lot of stuff with Upstream and like ambassador things with them, and I didn't have the NFT yet because I was like going to the stuff, and because I missed the like yeah. the white list, which was a big mistake. But then I ended up like getting one, and then I was already going to. I remember that time that I was in in New York not that long ago, and then mm-hmm. I got a message that oh there was an like something happening Illuminati at this like speakeasy and there was like the code and like the discord and I went and I showed up and then Sarah was there and then we all it was like crazy to like come together and see people in like you know in New York that were from Miami like also there. That's my favorite. You know that was awesome. Mm -hmm. So it's my favorite part about Crypto Bahamas is just hanging out with Saif. Yeah with people (laughs) you already know from the community too but still meet new people. Um, Yeah it's, it's a nice community. Those are good projects. Yeah um I also had heard of Upstream before, and I guess they were doing like the DAO stuff or something related to DAOs, and then they had like community building. And yeah, I joined the Upstream, and actually, some to, interesting stuff. Truth be told, if it wasn't for Leela at the first, uh, like the, my first post-COVID uh, networking event was an Upstream in person at Lucali oh. on, on Miami Beach, and uh, and that's where the, like that's how I got into the Miami Tech Life, the Damien WhatsApp group or the Telegram group. 
And uh, the Google Sheet was like, hey, does anyone have a Google Sheet of what's going on? And I was just like, I just made one and, and put it up there. And like everyone started adding it. Yeah. And then weeks later was like the URL redirect. So, wow. Yeah, yeah it, it all came, it all, it all starts with Upstream. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Which is how we met, too. Like, okay. yeah. like, that's ultimately how we met. And then we saw each other for the first time at. NF Tuesdays, Tuesdays, and you were the guy that had posted things. So I came up to you, and you're like, "Oh, you're the." You came up to me. We were talking at something. You're like, "Oh, you're yeah. the Google Sheet guy. Oh, you're the Google." Okay, and then we started connecting, and uh-huh. then that turned into like, "Let's record on, let's talk oh, wow. about what's, what's happening." Happening in the that, world. That moved Miami. fast. Yeah, it was like, 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 <laughs> mi- like, literally, like the week we met, a week before, and the next week we were like, "No, but seriously, like, oh, wow. yeah. I, have you listened back to those? I'm really curious. I haven't. They were I like know. bite-sized. They were like ten minutes. Were, yeah, 10, 20 minutes. minutes. I'm curious, so, like, l- like, yeah, listen back and to, like, because that was the reason we did it. You could Google Miami Tech Week and nothing came up. We're like, all right, uh, we got to like share what's happening, like, mm-hmm. and. uh but anyway, anyway. Yeah, we, infinite, so we, we went out in different directions. Infinite <laughs> infinite attraction. Infinite attraction. Come listen. We're here every Tuesday. Let's get back into uh, blockchain analytics because uh, let's get back to this like picture. Uh, how about like, uh, yeah, so let's start with just some like... Um, What's you know, happening? Some, no, but let's start with just some 101 stuff. Like okay. what, what are what are like... Uh, what are like kind of the big me- mechanisms that happen on chain? Like for people that don't know anything about blockchain, maybe we start there. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean exactly? Like, what's like what's happening yeah, like, right now with, okay, all, like, with all the money? Okay, so I guess like my one question, like you know, uh, how how much are like how, how much of the volume is DeFi as opposed to NFT trades? Is like Oof. which one's bigger? I would say NFT. I mean, I I don't have I don't have the answer to that, so yeah. I don't want to I don't want to say what is true. Um, I would speculate though that uh, most of it is probably NFTs dominated. You know, like twenty one, like while DeFi kind of started dying. Um, but okay, that, but. Yeah, uh, again, I don't have the data in front of me to tell you that exactly. But your gut feeling was that, like, yeah, they had what was it? Was it a DeFi summer? Yeah, then... DeFi summer was like the the first bull run reawakening in 2020, and that was dominating. And that's kind of why Nansen was started, actually. Yeah, I imagine. Uh, our CEO Alex was, you know, very early into DeFi, and he wanted to figure out like he wanted to get an edge. Like he he's a pro user of his own product. So I'm sure he wanted to get an edge and see like. Who is who? Who is farming what? Like, if there's a brand new liquidity man. pool or brand new staking pool, and thirty million dollars just went into it, like, I want to get into that probably, right? There's mm-hmm. someone knows something, so that's how it started. It was very much DeFi focused, and for a while it it was that way. It, even when I got there, like April twenty one. Uh, I think there was still no NFT dashboards. No, but no. Very, very was just starting. So very soon. That was but, when Apes came out. Well, yeah, but the, actually the NFTs had been around for a while. Cause I, I'd, oh, yeah. But I had started flipping them in late 2020. and um, But with Nansen, I, they didn't make dashboards until then, uh, about like April or May. And then that like grew our user base by a lot. I think it like tripled our user really? base. Yeah, because then the nft like season happened like the really big yeah like, and from like up until like december i feel like yeah. december was like the peak like all all the smartest people i know sold the apes and you know. yeah yeah it was uh 2021 was the craziest year i think uh, nfts really took everything by storm yeah they did. and uh yeah it dominated like the culture the just everything I know. it was amazing and it, it caught me out like 
by surprise. I think it caught a lot of people it, by surprise. What, what was even what was weirder is because I had already been doing it, and I just thought it was stupid. And I, I mean, sort of still sometimes <laughs> yeah, think it's stupid. Yeah, well, I think a lot what of changed? Still think. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but then it just got crazier, and then it became like mainstream, mm-hmm. and that was really weird to me. I was like, wait, like in a year, this thing that no one cared about or really talked about just became mainstream yeah. uh, in, in a couple of months. Y- yeah, and it, and it brought a lot of new people to crypto. Lot of interest uh, from brands and celebrities, so yeah, and uh, you know, with the tool like Nansen itself, those dashboards uh, made a lot of our users money. Like, yeah, there babe. was there was one tweet thread. Uh, I think his name is Mev Collector, and I think he made like twelve hundred ETH or some some crazy like over a thousand ETH uh, in like thirty days using Nansen dashboard, <laughs> and that's like that tweet itself was a, a big like. Yeah, organic word of mouth like got a lot of people to come in and just check it out. No, no, and then dude, so I, you know, we, you and I have always been hanging out, and you said you're in blockchain analytics, and then like, you know, surprisingly, Nansen, I, I don't know, I, I, I was very surprised that I've never heard of it besides mm-hmm. outside of you, and like, I didn't really feel a lot of presence here, and especially with, with the space. But then when I actually did bring it up to people, and they're like, oh yeah, we know that, and then you. <laughs> And then, like, I didn't go to permissionless, but I heard you had like three booths and like forty-five yeah. people running around. Like, so yeah, it, it was, you guys uh, are you guys are like big players, and uh, and I feel like you know at least on the personal like, like you know not a lot of people that I've noticed talk about it. They talk about like the floor app and um, mm-hmm. you know looks rare and some of these other ones that kind of I mean yeah. they're not all one-to-one products, obviously. But I, I would say that we're like the leader in the space, and really like what separates us is that we are doing all the labeling. So like the competitors, like let's say like a Dune doesn't have that label set uh, where we've done all the research. We looked into the contracts and seen like who deployed this, who owns this, what is it used for? And uh, not only do that, we do that, like that's a, you could call it like a descriptive label, mm-hmm. um, but we also have behavioral labels. So these labels uh, can be created through programmatically and like through heuristics where yeah. imagine uh, a label that's like, NFT collector, uncommon NFT collector, rare NFT collector, legendary NFT collector. These are dynamic labels that change based on behaviors. And based on returns. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th- we also have like those type of labels as well. Okay. So um, so we have like smart money. It's a whole segment Yeah. where these are behavioral, like whether you're a really good NFT flipper, NFT sweeper, NFT hodler. Yeah, so that one is. Okay. So not not all behavioral labels are based on profit. They're just a behavior. Yeah. But um some the, the smart money ones are based on you yeah. know whether I you imagine, make money. I imagine those are the <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cuz it's all on chain. It's, yeah, exactly. You made money whoever you are, like this yeah. this anon wallet did something. Yeah, so a, a lot so we have the whole smart money segment and then like you can apply that to any contract you see. So like say there's a brand new staking pool. I can see, oh, there's five smart money depositors in here, like, and all the other ones I'm looking at, there's none. So, probably want to look yeah. at this one, right? Yeah, man, dude, it's 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 serious. I mean, it's something that I thought the government was working on or something. Like, you know, obviously, <laughs> I knew someone out there was what? just if if there. Well, no, I've just met like when it t- when it comes to just like 
you know, the, the, the size of that undertaking to like really cut up and organize every transaction that happens on that blockchain and then like be able to scale it in a way to keep up with, with it. Like, yeah, it's not easy. Either. I imagine. <laughs> yeah. So, it seems like a, like a big task, but obviously that's a, that's a big carrot you're, 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 mm-hmm. you're going after. And, and like the way that we do it, like the, I mentioned like the behavioral heuristic labels, that's a very scalable method of labeling. Oh yeah. So, you know, we have like 120 million uh, addresses labeled. Most of those, probably 99% of those are from heuristics. So then the other side of the coin is the manual research intensive work. Mm -hmm. And that's what I do. Like I do, I lead a team of people like doing, finding the funds you know, finding what the smart contract is really digging in, doing, you know, a mix of on-chain and off-chain analysis. Damn, man, you must identify. live in a lot of fear getting black bagged. <laughs> You're like, yeah. like, oh, this guy, oh, yeah, I know who that is. <laughs> yeah, so we, we, we are very careful with people. So, like, we're not doxing people. Yeah. We're not the feds. We're not, you know, trying to get you in trouble. You know, if we do tag people, it tends to be because uh, they're, like, a public figure or someone that's, you know, wants to be known in the space, you know, people usually are like, I have 47 board apes and yeah, they, they're trying to tell everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> it's very, it's on chain, right? Like we know who you are, you dox yourself, yeah. but it's, it's not, we're not trying to be like uh, predatory in that way. Yeah. So no. using all public information, we can, but where do you get the, the information? Like, where do you begin? Uh, I mean, <laughs> like I said, you can dig into a smart contract, if mm-hmm. it's a contract or, you can look into relationships with other addresses it's uh mm-hmm. you know interacted with um you could also just google it sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> you'd be surprised what you can find that way mm-hmm. um but what what's powerful about it is that like the labels once you keep labeling stuff it feeds into more labels in the mm-hmm. future okay. so into like semi automated uh, automated and like fully automated systems where because i know this guy deployed this smart contract for this project Every other smart contract he deploys, it's likely that it belongs to the same project, mm-hmm. right? So it's like once you tag one thing, the relationships you can start to kind of understand a web. Start auto like populating, collecting mm-hmm. from the same. Yeah, yeah. so it it build it makes it easier in mm-hmm. the future, mm-hmm. even though it's kind of an infinite problem, because anyone can create a new address any day, and yeah. But then where do you fund it? Like you, you got to fund ex- it from exchanges someone. usually, yeah. But that's the thing. So usually you can like. So create a new address, fund it from an exchange. It's a pretty good way to obfuscate who you are because the exchange, well, it's their address, not really yeah. the person. So Yeah, but so, still, you, you can't get away from the Fed like that, yeah. but I guess that's right. the point. Yeah, yeah. So are you looking into nft contracts are you looking into DAOs? like what exactly everything everything, everything and yeah. so like there are like eighty thousand nft projects now right like some, yeah some crazy number like it, that it's a mess how many DAOs? <laughs> i don't even know yeah do numbers. you have a bullshit flag like i'm sure you have rugged <laughs> well well like rugged i've like, that's I've, a flag i've labeled some scams for sure things that have rugged um, and so but that's, you should right like you should have a scale of everything well, right yeah exactly to it's, determine it's, it's what's, historical yeah, like yeah. and also we want to identify what it is and at the moment like it's important. So that's that's kind of how we look at things. Like, what matters uh, on chain? It's the volumes, maybe like a high balance, a large amount of transactions or something. Mm. And anything that's relevant, you know, to the space, we want to tag it. You know, just give it, give it a name. And then once you have that descriptive label, you can also have those behavioral labels. 
and it mm. starts to build almost like a profile of somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so like I, I could look up my own address and it'll say like, oh, I'm a medium dex trader and a rare NFT collector. And like, uh, I don't know, maybe I've I've had a MEV bot like take my money when I made a trade and it'll tell me that stuff. Which is kind of cool. Can it can it tell you like how dirty your your ETH is? Like you know, if like obviously you have some like tainted ETH that get it. Like if something gets hacked, can you label ETH as hacked? And then obviously no, it no. disseminates in like you know infinitely over time. But how would no. you know that it's like? Yeah, it's not really. But you could, we do label our like people who use Tornado Cash. I don't know if you know what that is. Yeah, but it's one of the. No, anon. I don't know. Tell yeah, me it, what's it's, Tornado Cash. It's a way to like mix your eat like if you have tainted eth you send it to tornado cash and kind of i don't know exactly what they do but i think they just make a lot of transactions and make it very hard to uh once it comes back out to say that like oh that's yours so oh, this is new i didn't know about this, mm. this yeah, usually if me. you send money to tornado cash it's because you're doing something sketch yeah yeah <laughs> i don't really i mean I've, i have heard of that but i mean you got to believe you know, but it's, I want people to know what's out there that it exists. No, like, no, I, so yeah, yeah. That's why I paused you want, for a second. I was like, "What is that?" If you yeah. want to launder any ETH to go to a, go, <laughs> go, go to well, a but know that people out there are <laughs> not, doing not like, yeah. like tornado cash. So, but like, yeah, but like, is what about that for a label? Is it like, do you have people that are like tornado cash adjacent? The, I'm, well, we have tornado cash depositor and tornado cash uh, withdrawer. That mm. that's actually pretty fresh labels that we mm. just created. Which is through a heuristic, like uh, that's a behavioral label. These are like new labels you're almost like creating because like they're new behaviors, mm-hmm. right? So it's not like you have like a standard of behaviors you're just putting into this new system because the, yeah. the, the ecosystem's a little different, right? Mm-hmm. The way it interacts, the way it, you know, like buys and trades and sells. and Yeah, and we can get pretty creative. Like that's kind of what we're doing. We're thinking up of new behavioral labels or, you know, some people will give us ideas, users will give us ideas. Um, or yeah, if there's like a, one of the newer ones, it's just blue chip NFT holder. Mm-hmm. So like, there do I count? I got goblins. That's <laughs> yeah, blue chip that, today. That might be blue chip now. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so like I like to invest in in projects where like it relates to something that I'm personally like interested in. So whether it's like an animal shelter that it goes back to. So like I have a couple of those that are like. Hey, like I wanted to learn the process of buying NFTs, so my earlier mm. projects were that. And okay. because if I'm gonna like throw my money away, it yeah. better be for something I at least care about. So I can see the process, how the community interacted, was it worth it? So it wasn't like a loss in my investment. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you know, like no, because I'm I'm paying to like go to learn. Right. Yeah. That's, that's how that, I. That's how I, it. I see it as well. Um, and crypto is an incredible space where it pays you to be curious. Mm-hmm. You know, there's. I don't know if you've ever received an airdrop, but they're quite nice when you get the right ones. Yeah, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like I, I said, I haven't minted my burger yet, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out if my unminted goblin is worth more than goblin plus an additional burger uh, you get. Yeah, it's complicated. But yeah. so you could you could plug Goblin Town into Nansen, uh, like any NFT, mm-hmm. and you can see the stats on it. So, like, how much volume is there? Like, are people buying it or selling it? So yeah, that's, is smart money buying it and selling it? So that's what I am wondering. I'm wondering, like, like, and you me- you mentioned it's a query, so that's basically what it would be. You mm-hmm. just, like, so if I'm a user, could I create a custom flag? Because I'm curious, and I'm pretty sure this would, like I said, just be a method on the contract that it's a method that's built in that you can just ask it, and it'll spit you back out, is this number claimed or not? So, like, and then I would want to see, like, okay, like, 
run through all of them. Are they all claimed? And then what is the floor price of an unclaimed goblin as opposed to a claimed goblin? Yeah, so you can't do that now. Um, but we do have, and it's probably going to be, it's for like institutional grade more, but uh, a Nansen query. So you'll be yeah. able to query our d- data sets um, and look at our labels. Not all of them, but like see them in potentially aggregated ways. Yeah. Or in like study, poten- it, it's use cases could be like, I am a project and I want to see who my users are and like what what behavioral labels all my users have. Mm-hmm. You know, that could be a use case. What's the price tag on that? My God. I, I don't know. I think that's a uh, contact us for. Yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> I would imagine. Like, because, uh, yeah, that's some valuable shit you guys are peddling over there. Yeah. Like, that's no joke. And a lot of work put into it. And you can't, yeah, you can't replace, like, just the amount of sheer hours that you guys have spent. Yeah. And like I said earlier, it's not easy. Like, we support, I think, eight chains now. So it gets really, like, hectic. There's so much going on all the time and uh it's only going to get bigger right like we're going to mm-hmm. eventually support you know solana and like, no i don't think other so. chains no you don't think so <laughs> <laughs> i was big on solana and then i'm just like what happened they crashed like uh, eight times it just doesn't I work mean, yeah. it, just doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't work and no one knows rust like i know rust is mm. great but like you know what else you know else use rust was terra <laughs> uh, yeah. so it doesn't matter if it's written in rust and it's a little more efficient uh, to me, it's about people know how to use it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm big on ETH predominantly for that, and like anything that's EVM compatible because it kind of just feeds back to ETH. I know. I I bought some I bought some Polygon. I set up a recurring buy on Polygon. Okay, nice. Because I'm just like, because like it's just like you said, we're not going to see a big drop in 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 gas prices. I heard it was actually so ETH two is going to come out, and then sharding is a couple months later. I heard mm. sharding is actually when we're going to get the transaction right, fees. But, right, But you explained it really well that it's not just about the power; it's just about who literally wants to be. It's a bidding war to get on chain, which is just like anything else. That's interesting. Yeah, it's a uh, it's crazy space right now. And uh, so, when does ETH two come out? Like we've been waiting August, a long time. August supposedly. We'll but see. it but it did just mint on or it, it merged on the Robston test network the other day. Uh, Austin Bunsen was tweeting all about it. Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah, yeah. it was. It, it definitely came out. I was I was really excited. I, to, I think to what see they're that. doing is they're going to merge it for all the test networks. I think there's three, and Robson's just one of them. And then they'll do the actual merge. Yeah, maybe I, good. Maybe good to get some before, like get some more. Some more ETH? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I no, mean, listen. It's, it's down like 67% or something. I, <laughs> so, I like, yeah. I had to pay like gas for something the other day. I don't know if it was like the Tunny Money gratitude thing or something that they, that they gave. And then like the gas was like at nothing. And I was like, this is amazing. I know. I was like I the know. happiest no, like listen, feeling I've ever. Done, I've done way more transactions on chain in this bear market because I just bought up everything. I was like, I was, I really wanted to join developer DAO. I got a developer DAO NFT oh, yeah, while yeah. I was on, while I, I got, I got cheap gas. I feel prices. like my developer DAO okay. NFT disappeared. I have to figure out what happened. Wait, there. what's, what's developer DAO? Uh, it's, it looks like a loot. Remember loot? Yeah. Just I, like, I, I, so I, it's just like loot, except like mine starts with like windows 95 and then it's just a string, like an array of, of 10 okay. words. And, uh, you just, it's just like, yeah, it's a no art down. It just gets you into developer DAO, whatever that mm-hmm. means. Okay. I just have cool. one. Is this alpha? Uh, kind of. I mean, nice. yeah. I mean, if you didn't know about it, it's, uh, know it's about alpha it. to someone. Yeah. I'd, I'd pick up a developer DAO. Like I, I think it's uh, I think it's pretty good. What's going on? Does this guy know a developer DAO? We got someone, we got a fan in the window, <laughs> a developer DAO. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of all that, and uh, you know they they have some cool stuff. I tried to they they have like a really cool like GitHub repo for like front ends if you want to like start hacking and building your uh, your like your DAP. Um, okay. You know, I, I wanted to get into it, uh, but it seems like Scaffold ETH was really good, and then uh, Third Web is a new uh, tool Third I want as a tool I want to try. Anything for develop for deploying your your contracts. You want to okay. deploy anything? If you want to create rules, mm-hmm. I hear uh, I don't know where on the street I'm. Yeah, that, take, I've never I've never peek. done uh, never di- dived into that at all. Into DApps at all? No, no, I'm not I'm not a dev. You know, I, yeah, uh, I, I'm more like a program manager. Or a, curator no no that's you know, that's for like, that's uh, for real man no i think I, we just have a lot of curiosities honestly mm-hmm. on this end <laughs> yeah i'm not i've never built a dap in my life i'm just it's oh, definitely you're, oh you're just doing it yeah, well okay. no it's just you know i mean I, I'm, I'm i'm working on something now like over the summer i'm going to launch a couple daps i got a couple ideas one that i partner with a guy i met at permissionless another one uh you know just kind of creator economy but anything creator economy i'm super interested in anything we can do to get people to start interacting not on Patreon, any type of decentralized. But it's hard. Like, how do you build a truly decentralized platform? Because essentially, you're the platform. Like, even if you're, uh, like, sending them crypto directly, they still need you. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I still think it's any step in the right direction. Props to you. I, th- I think I'm a bit lazy when it comes to all this, where I, yeah. I just let everybody else build stuff, and then I kind of just ride the wave. Yeah, man. Uh, at least I mean, so that have I. Tech, on that side. So, yeah. Well, hey, man, everyone's got to have a specialty in that. <laughs> You know, data analytics of what's happening on EVM. Like that's uh yeah. yeah, super excited to have you to have you on. So uh so I guess yeah, so what are some of the future what what are some of the future plans? Like where do you where do you, where's the yeah. product wanna go? Cup couple things. Like like I said earlier, we wanna be the information super app. And recently we acquired eight board, which is a portfolio tracker. So think if you have like Zapper or Zerion, if you've heard of those, or like D Bank, pretty much you can just track your portfolio and like I can put a bunch of my wallets in there and see like my whole like funds and aggregated on many chains. So that's one avenue we're exploring. Uh, And then we're also going to launch Nansen connect, which is actually launching tomorrow. Oh, wow. And pretty much (laughs) it's, it's pretty much a messaging system. So, uh, if you've seen EtherScan, you've seen something. Yeah. The blocks, the block scan, right? So it's similar to that. Um, but this is more focused on communities, like community building. So like Dude. if I have a, so you're coming, you're coming for discord. Uh, well it, it could be, it could be like the beginning of that, but, uh, we're nowhere near on that level of like a full fledged community tool for, uh, yeah. like DAOs or anything, but like it is kind of the start of that. Like, so if we have Illuminati NFTs, we could theoretically be in the same blah, uh, Nansen connect like community and talk to each other. Yeah, just mm-hmm. because we signed in with our NFT, dude. That's uh, that's tremendous. That's I yeah. mean, and and yeah. think it even goes like further. So like, let's say I'm on Nansen, I find something cool. This guy or like this guy has an NFT. Uh, in the future, you would imagine like maybe I can do an OTC deal. You know, save on some fees or something. I can just message him, and then we make out a deal, and then do it that way. Wow. So you yeah. can so you can like cut out the two percent for yeah. So it's like kind of being like social turning into a bit of like a social media venture um you know trying to connect people that already use nansen and then the communities that have certain nfts as well that's awesome man i love it because that's one of the biggest problems like 
I I have your address. Uh, I could send you money, but I can't talk to you. Like, yeah, that seems. Yeah. It seems like. Uh, it seems like you you're going all the way home and you, you're skipping first and second base. You know, like <laughs> yeah. So like <laughs> so that that's exactly it. Like, we're trying to we're trying to make yeah, it. We're, so we're that, not going to get sponsorship from Manson. <laughs> you just got it here. Yeah, we're we're trying to make it so that yeah, you want to stay there and like, you know. T- connect with other people yeah like, i think it's a huge problem yeah. I, I i've sent i've sent on block scan i've sent people like just messages just to see yeah. if they find it in like a year and a half or something <laughs> yeah I, i've done the same thing yeah <laughs> Does, never gotten a response so. no no not yeah. at all I, I checked back in and it's just yeah which is which is why the community thing i think is gonna work uh work out because it's like people want to talk to each other so right? is so. it what's the what's the cost of the this new product you know uh i i am not privy i think it's probably if you have the right nft i think it's free or it's like it's like a soft launch i i don't want to say anything because i okay. actually don't know okay um, well i'm 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 interested to to be a first ado- early adopter yeah, of yeah. This. so uh yeah, let's talk after the show maybe we can uh, tweet about it follow infinite attraction on twitter <laughs> and maybe we'll we'll give you some alpha maybe we, maybe in a couple of days we'll have a, a little join code uh, join Nansen yeah. slash IA you know what it is see if we can uh, see if we can put our money where our mouth is uh, dude yeah alright so cool so uh, yeah how do you want to wrap up we're, uh, we're getting towards the end of the show we still got some time any okay. uh, any uh, any topics any future of blockchain Ooh. stuff you want to talk about like uh, I'm, right now I'm, I'm I'm the bear right now so <laughs> yeah. th- things are things are okay, kind of crazy that's, man that's the perfect thing to talk about let's finish like so what just happened yeah, so uh, <laughs> Celsius uh, is a C- uh, centralized lending yeah. platform. So they're leveraging they're they're leveraging DeFi, but you're just giving their money to, to yeah. them. Yeah, so like you don't have custody of your funds. Yeah. So we call these CFI. Like you could be DeFi and like you never lose custody of your funds, or like you put it in a smart contract. Yeah. But like here, it's you, they have custody of your funds, and they have been doing. Uh, they've been kind of losing money along the way, and potentially doing overly risky things and now that like ust collapse and the kind of the market is not mm-hmm. doing well they're they're finding that they're, they're, the next they're little, insolvent yeah so. they're the next little like of the pack of sheep you know they're like kind of limping right now mm-hmm. so and so recently i think it was yesterday they they shut off the ability for customers to withdraw funds Ouch. because they aren't able to pay them back so it's kind of like a bank run is being started mm-hmm. and that's bad obviously right so yeah. it's death v- very bearish uh, it, it, you know, it's something that will make regulators look upon the entire market and say like, you guys can't do this. Like, yeah, no, I think, <laughs> yeah, we're not going to see another bull run until the fed like <laughs> makes a decision on what all this is, you know? And it's, yeah. it's tricky cause it's hard to stay up. Like, yeah, I wonder when the Fed's gonna come knocking on your door and be like, "All right, you gotta explain to us." Like, like <laughs> all of a sudden, your dad's gonna walk in like three weeks later and be like, "Hey, you know, you're telling me that thing, crypto." <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's not good. But I would say, like, you know, I believe in crypto long term. Of course, you know the the bear market sucks. Like people lose money. Um, but thankfully now I work professionally in the space, so uh, I'm very comfortable just building what we have and you know developing our product. Uh, making it better for all our users and yeah. focusing on that uh, and it, you know I can sleep at night doing that because I'm still building the future that I wanted 
Uh, so even if the price is down, um, still yeah, who gives a fuck? We don't care. Yeah. And we've been here before. No, listen, yeah. I didn't have a lot of horses in the la- in the last run, so okay. I I hope it dies for you know. I'm year actually or two. happy because we can catch up a little. I bit know, again. I know. Yeah, like you know, I mean, like yeah, all these guys, you <laughs> Sorry, know, they, guys. Yeah, they're, they're you know they're shilling Eef and like you know I remember, I remember one time after there was a, a Alex Tob. He was someone was shilling an NFT, and it was good that I bought it because it did inspire a lot uh, for like how I think about NFTs. But like he just like minted a bunch of them right there. I'm like, I should do the same thing. I'm like, Alex <laughs> has thousands of ETH, and he paid like a dollar for them. Like, <laughs> you wow. know, yeah, you know, like I should not be thinking about this in the same way. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of the mentality uh, you had to take at least early, or like that's what I did. You know, if limit your downside. You know, if something's so cheap, it's like. I don't know, 200 bucks. It's not cheap to most people, but like it's, if it goes to zero, like that's okay, right? But yeah. the upside was infinite. Exactly. Um, it's definite asymmetric risk y- yeah, all over exactly. the board. Which, well, it was. Yeah, it now was. It's now, it's, <laughs> now it's asymmetric the other way. It, it, it was easier back then because there was less stuff, right? Like more, if there was one project, most people were focused on it. So it was, mm-hmm. uh, now that there's so many people trying to take advantage and like make an NFT, it, it's a little harder. It's a bit noisier. There's yeah. more hesitation now. Uh, yeah, I mean, even for me, like I stopped caring. Kind of, it's just like yeah. when when he was bringing up Goblin Town to me, I was just like, I hate this. Market. Yeah, but you wrote you wrote yeah. apes. Like you know, this yeah, is yeah, my yeah. first. This is literally my first rodeo. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, exactly. You know, yeah. To watch and also the emotion because I saw it go up. I'm like, oh, I should have sold. And then even like even like today, I was like, I saw it pumping, and then I saw it crash. I'm like, oh, I should have sold at five. And then I was on Twitter, and then Alex docks, and I'm like. Whoa. <laughs> and like you know, so this is like yeah, this is and, and you know everyone's yeah. got a first shebang at some point. Yeah. There's going to be kids in the future in t- twenty years that kids aren't even born yet. They're going to have their first real yeah. ride in whatever DeFi, whatever they're calling it. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I mean, I get exactly what you say because like that's once you hit that big one, you're like, oh man, oh you're addicted. Yeah, you're addi- and now my Illuminati's are running too. Like yeah. you know, I just I scoop four up the other wow, day, like yeah. like a couple. I was couple happy weeks ago. when my BFF bracelet went up. I was just like, oh, I got that shit for free. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, exactly. yes, yeah. you know, I was happy when that went up. But like you, like you, I kind of just took a break because I was like, I can't like dedicate every minute of every day to figure out what's yeah. up because you have to be in the know, and to be in the know, you have to like, you know, yeah, uh, you have to like communicate a little bit you have to be in there you have to like be active and i just can't do it if i'm building yeah i, I would say crypto tends to consume me sometimes <laughs> you know like it's almost unhealthy but like it's it's just like so interesting right it's like constantly evolving there's always you know brand new stuff some drama mm. uh and it's just it's funny too i don't know if you guys are on uh, Twitter at all, but it's just hilarious. Yes. Oh my god! Yeah, no, yes. I'm telling you, those, that, that's why I like the goblins because I was just trolling people, just cracking myself yeah. up. I just found it to be hilarious. Yeah, exactly. So just it, to be it's, goofy, it's to like be, fun. Yeah, and that's what the point of all this is. Why you have these different wallets and you have different identities and you have mm-hmm. things that you can like, you know, say that that attack, like you know, be pseudonymous. I think that's the biggest. Yeah. Like value add to me is just like like the pseudonymous economy. What's mm-hmm. you know what's going to happen? Like what like when you can really you know shop with a certain wallet and be you know they can still track you to to who you are and to what that wallet does, but they don't really know who you are. It's you know yeah like or even if they do, maybe they can. The the PFP thing is so interesting to me. It's like we there's this weird product market fit for people's identities like avatars and mm-hmm. everyone's very tribal like innately and we're just doing it online now and mm-hmm. we want to identify as a cartoon it makes things more or fun goblin. 
Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah, everyone wants to belong to some type mm-hmm. of ecosystem and to feel like they're unique and that that's their identity. So people love that because it's like they get to pick what ecosystem, what profile, which one. And mm-hmm. if you minted one, then you buy another. You know, you mint multiple. You get rid of the one, and then you get the one that you want because like this fits me. And mm-hmm. oh, I'm cool. By the way, I got a Illuminati NFT. Look at me. Like I belong <laughs> to this a community. Like that's what it is, though, right? It's yeah. a sense of belonging. And it's a sense of, like you said, I tribe. Like, this is my community. These yeah. are my people. These are the circles but I run in. You know, the yeah. problem is, like, and, and Alex was poking fun. I, you know, I think he was, like, posturing, you know, to be the next Yuga. He's talking about, like, I don't really like hanging out with apes. I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, that's that's how I feel now, right? Like, uh, it's yeah. kind of why I got out of it because it's started to become, like, cringe. And uh, I don't know, just the 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 whole point of it, like, became different. Or, like, the community yeah, exactly. itself was, exactly. like, celebrities and People who don't know like or care about crypto probably and so it became broish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's I, the I, reality. That's I mean, the I still space. I still love the apes. Um, yeah. and I still have a mutant, I think, but <laughs> didn't yeah. get hacked yet. So, um, still love the apes. Uh, but yeah, for for some reason, like I just felt like I had to get out of that. Yeah. Well, it seems like you probably timed it and you made yeah. you made some. Well, cheese, this will so. be a good a use case. Like kind of, I see like this is all like like a psychological experiment and we're all trying to figure out what the hell is happening. Why did this go? Why we're did this crazy, get so much attention? Yeah. <laughs> right. We're all nuts. We're all investing this in these. Purgatory NFTs. And yeah. So I'm curious to see, you know, like what, so what happened? Why do people, you know, why did it fall? Do people keep investing in NFTs? Like what's going to happen is like mm-hmm. part of the curiosity of this all. Right. And like what, if something becomes too popular, does it lose its flair? So mm-hmm. is it in just in the beginning that people invest in? And then as soon as it like builds up, like anything that you invest in life, right? Like for monetary reasons, once mm-hmm. it explodes, it explodes, you're done. You're yeah. invested. You want to get in early. So is the getting in early all we care about? Yeah. Probably mostly. Uh, I think most people want to make money, but mm-hmm. then it does make trading more fun and just like crypto more fun. I agree. I, I think it's a much so, more exciting way of investing. Like you said, trading. Like mm-hmm. again, it's the belonging to a community where you're like yeah. helping each other out, and everybody likes it, and you get something for it, right? Yeah. That that's so. There's definitely still some value, I think, and that's why I, I'm I'm like again like. Right now, I'm in the phase of it's kind of stupid, but I think I'll, I'll, I'll go back to uh, enjoying it soon. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, are, are you uh, are you a, are you on social media that people know how to catch um, up with you? I do have a pseudonymous uh, Twitter, I guess. Okay. <laughs> but uh, should you want to share that with people or share what you want to share? You don't have to. Well, yeah. usually just you know, we get, like I said, we're we're, we're wrapping up. And uh, and uh, yeah, how do people follow you? We just want to. I mean, Nansen.ai. Yeah, just go go to Nansen.ai. Skip uh, skip the. I'll be there. I'll be serving you alpha and doing all the research. Uh, me and my amazing team. Hell so. yeah, man! No, I I was really inspired when we were at, at Mama Tried and you were just talking about how like just on board with it is. I you know I yeah. never because you're like you know. Like, you know, when you really listen to someone say that they believe in something and you're just like, you take it, you take a step back. And then I said, like, I Miami Tech, I haven't heard of you. But then I went like abroad and like my other circle. Hey, you heard of Nansen? And he's like, yeah. 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 It's <laughs> it's there. It's like pretty respected now, I think. And it's a lot of word of mouth Twitter. 
Like, yeah, no, I mean, we, we, I checked organic. out, I checked out your product. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I am, I am buttering you up here to hopefully we can get a little, <laughs> get a little ad dollars. Uh, if you, if you liked what you heard, uh, Mr. <laughs> Executive, uh, you know, but, uh, but seriously, like I thought it was a great tool. It looks nice. I love the dark theme, like mm-hmm. the typography set nice. And, uh, yeah, I already like signed up in this whole time we've been on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I already uh, like went amazing. through the yeah, pages. Yeah, and... You can get a free account. A lot of our dashboards are public. So yeah. you, you have access to stuff and, you know, if you want to get, see more interesting high alpha, high signal yeah, information, you can, yeah. you know, sign up for a scri- subscription. Yeah, yeah. I've been like just scrolling through looking at what it includes and like kind of getting a vibe for it. But that brings us to the end of the show. Yeah. Cool. Thanks so, so much for coming on, man. Thank yeah. you. So thanks again for joining us. And of course, you can find us here on Tuesdays at Joe Radio live at 5 p.m. And we've been doing this pretty regularly. So until we decide not to. So enjoy the show. Um, but, you know, you can yeah. follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. On Twitter is the IA or IA pod. Just and on Google Instagram us. Honestly, I think in, Infinite Attraction. We're pretty Google. Actually, like the first thing you search, if you just type infinite uh, and before you even finish attraction, we're like the first thing that pops up. In Google? In Google. Uh, yeah, that ca- yeah, and on I- Spotify and on Apple and on Google actually, like like you know you Google podcasts, like yeah. you can search there, so instantly it'll come up. So just like find us, um, we're here, we're around. We'll see you at the freehold sometime. Yeah, yeah, we're we're off next week. I'm gonna be in NFT NYC, but then uh, we back. We're gonna bring you that. We're gonna bring you more alpha and uh, <laughs> and continuing coverage of this Goblin Town phenomenon. Don't worry, guys. I'll cut him off eventually. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's our show. Play us out, John.